Manly Chunks of Wisdom on the Manlyhood Mancast. Gentlemen, welcome to the Manlyhood Madcast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher, and this is Manly Chunks of Wisdom, where we are going to break down some of the truths and insights from other men who have written books, who have, have created uh, masterpieces, some brilliant thinkers. We're going to take their works and we're going to boil them down to succinct chunks that we can digest. And today, we're going to be looking at some quotes from... Fyodor Dostoevsky. Now, uh, he was a Russian novelist in the 19th century and largely regarded as one of the best novelists of all time. He wrote The Brothers Karamazov and, and many other many other books. And in those books, there are some fantastic chunks that we can kind of just pull out and learn from. And that's what we're going to do today. So let's take a look at some of these quotes from Fyodor Dostoevsky. Above all, don't lie to yourself. The man who lies to himself and listens to his own lie comes to a point that he cannot distinguish the truth within him or around him, and so loses all respect for himself and for others. And having no respect, he ceases to love. So true, guys. I don't think we realize or understand how much we lie to ourselves how effective we can be at it. You might think that it might be difficult to lie to yourself because you know the truth, but we can do that. We can compartmentalize our brains so easily and then just choose to believe something that we know is untrue. And it will break us down if we do that. Tell yourself the truth over and over again. Pain and suffering are always inevitable for a large intelligence and a deep heart. The real great men must, I think, have great sadness on earth. Guys, there is some truth to this as well, isn't there? You know, nobody wants to admit that to be a great man, to be an intelligent man, to be a loving man costs you. And there is pain and sadness and hurt that comes along with it sometimes. You know, you can want to do great things, but those great things come at a cost. Let's be prepared for that cost. To go wrong in one's own way is better than to go right in someone else's. This is from Crime and Punishment. Uh, and excellent quote. You know... <laughs> so often we worry about what everybody else thinks. What's that going to get you? Let's let's worry about our own perspective in our own life and worry less about what other people have to say. And 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 work on doing the right thing, yes, but not because somebody else says so, because it's the right thing to do and it it is our conscience. Dostoevsky says I say let the world go to hell, but I should always have my tea. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like the quote. <laughs> 
Man only likes to count his troubles. He doesn't calculate his happiness. So true, guys. There is a power in counting your blessings and making the time to actually enumerate the things that make you happy, the good things in your life, because it's so easy to get distracted and focus on all the things that are going wrong and not really take the time to count up the things that are going right. People speak sometimes about the bestial cruelty of man, but that is terribly unjust and offensive to beasts. No animal could ever be so cruel as a man, so artfully, so artistically cruel. And there's some truth there, guys. Mankind, I don't think he's just talking about males here. Mankind has like a cruelty gene sometimes, and I wonder why. The brokenness of the world definitely extends to and is like amplified by the heart of a broken and wicked man. And I think we need to not be so cruel. I think we need to work on being people of love, people of grace, people of kindness. Capable of cruelty, but not exercising it. The mystery of human existence lies not in just staying alive, but in finding something to live for. Yes. I say this all the time, that you need to find and understand your purpose and your mission and your vision and your values. And I think that in the power of doing that, you really understand what you're here to do. And I could, I actually... I believe we all have the same purpose, to be honest with you. I I really do. I believe we all have the same purpose. Um, But I think that the act of you discovering it is powerful. The act of you walking through it and trying to figure out why am I here and what am I here to do? That's where you find the meaning in life. But how could you live and have no story to tell? Fyodor Dostoevsky says this in his book, White Nights. I I like this because I'm a story guy and I love stories and I love sitting around with the family and telling stories and I'm probably telling the same stories 50 times. (laughs) My kids are uh, getting to the place where they're like, I think it's time to put dad in a home. He keeps telling the same stories over and over again. But those stories are really important. What's your story? What stories are there that you've got to share around a table and pie after a dinner and tell your kids and to tell your wife and to tell the people that you love? You know, if you really, truly live, there's stories to tell. And I think there's a power in those stories and we need to need to live in them. In Crime and Punishment, he says, taking a new step, uttering a new word is what people fear most. And again, all of these quotes are in the context of a novel. They're different novels. And so there's there's all kinds of story, I'm sure, wrapped up in this quote itself. But just taking it out as a chunk, it just feels so wise. It's the truth. We do. We fear doing something new. We fear stepping into what we're supposed to step into, into doing this new thing. Every time that I've ever had to start something new, I can't sleep the night before. Because I'm scared, because I'm nervous, because I'm anxious. But that is really the thing we should do 
is to do that new thing. The world says you have needs, satisfy them. You have as much right as the rich and the mighty. Don't hesitate to satisfy your needs. Indeed, expand your needs and demand more. This is the worldly doctrine of today, and they believe that this is freedom. The result for the rich is isolation and suicide, for the poor, envy and murder. He's speaking truth here, guys. There's this doctrine of the world that they teach and that they try to inject and they try to tell everybody, and that's get yours before everybody else does. And, you know, I I think that's what fueled in Russia the Bolshevik Revolution was, I mean, they were fighting for quote-unquote equalities, what they said they were fighting for, to take from the rich and to give to the poor. But what they ended up doing was they created a world where Nobody had anything really worthwhile and the rich stayed rich and their lives were meaningless and the poor were struggling hard to survive and taking everything they could and, and barely getting by. So they were in the same spot they were before the revolution. But no matter what culture we're in, no matter what time in history we're in, I think we have to strive for something better. I think getting mine, I'm going to get mine. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the the meaning of life. I don't think we're going to win that way because it's never satisfied. You just want more. Much unhappiness has come into the world because of bewilderment and things left unsaid. Yeah. Yeah. When someone dies and you didn't get to tell them what you wanted to tell them, what you should have said, when a relationship moves on or something happens and you don't get to tell someone the thing you should have said, when someone was wrong and you could have told them to stop, but you didn't, I'm not saying we always have to butt into every situation and always run our mouth, but sometimes there's things that should be said and we don't. Speak up. Speak up. Nothing in the world is harder than speaking the truth. Nothing easier than flattery. Boy, he's speaking some truth there. (laughs) Speaking the truth is hard, it is difficult, and it's not always pleasant, but it's easy sometimes just to like butter people up and to get what you want. To love someone means to see them as God intended them. This one I really like. You know, whether or not you believe in God, I do. And when I see another person and I see, it's easy for me to pick apart and to see all the things that I, all the things they're doing wrong and all the things I don't like about them, all the things that need to change and to get critical of other people. But if I look at them as a person, the way that God intended them, who he intended them to be, who he wants them to be, who he made them to be, I see them with love and with grace and I think that's the, the filter that we need to view people through. 
Right or wrong, it's very pleasant to break something from time to time. <laughs> yes, it is very pleasant. <laughs> um, there's a, here in this town, there's a axe throwing place and they also have a smash room and I haven't been to the smash room yet, but I'd love to go and just break stuff. <laughs> it sounds like a really good time. A good way to kind of uh, channel that energy of destruction into something that doesn't matter. <laughs> I can see the sun, but even if I cannot see the sun, I know that it exists. And to know that the sun is there, that is living. This is from the Brothers Karamazov. And yes, yes. You know, that's something that I think people forget. You look outside and you say, oh, it's cloudy. You say the sun's not out. But actually, technically, the sun is out. It's just up over the clouds, and you can't see it. It's there. And maybe you can't see it today. But even if it's nighttime, the sun is still out. The sun is still up. It's just shining on somebody else right now. And it'll come back around. The earth is going to continue that rotation, because yes, the earth is round. The earth is going to continue that rotation, and it's going to make its way to where the sun is shining on it again. And you'll have daylight again. The clouds will eventually part and you'll have sunny blue skies again. And if you fly up high enough, you'll have sunny blue skies. And I think that having that attitude about everything, that the good is there and you'll see it again. I think that gives you some hope and a way to function cleaner in life, a way to function where you can really hold on to something worthwhile and meaningful. The awful thing is that beauty is mysterious as well as terrible. God and the devil are fighting there, and the battlefield is the heart of men. Yeah. Yeah, so beauty is one of those things, isn't it? It can lead us astray, but it can also just bring us joy. And, yeah, it is as mysterious as it is terrible. I love this quote. You know, I uh, I don't think he's just talking about the beauty of women. It's talking about all kinds of beauty that we see in the world. And we we see it, and it can prompt us to do the wrong, and it can prompt us to do the right. It can prompt us to lift things up higher than we ought to. It can prompt us to make really bad decisions. Hmm. Good stuff. If you wish to glimpse inside a human soul and get to know a man, don't bother analyzing his ways of being silent, of talking, of weeping, of seeing how much he is moved by noble ideas. You will get better results if you just watch him laugh. If he laughs well, he's a good man. I love this. And uh, I definitely think laughter is important. <laughs> And we neglect to do it. Sometimes people get so stinking serious all the time. And there are things in life worth laughing over. And if you can't find them, you, you've got to work on it. Find something that makes you laugh and spend more time there. Don't let us forget that the causes of human actions are usually immeasurably more complex and varied than our subsequent explanations of them. Hmm. Yeah. The things that cause a person to make the decisions and to do the actions and behaviors, very complex. And 
no matter how you explain it, that complication is there. The complication is there, and it affects things greatly. Well, guys, that is our manly chunks of wisdom from Dostoevsky today, and I hope that we have learned some good truths from his works. You know, I I would love to read some more. I've read, uh, I think, The Brothers Karamazov, and um, there's a lot more to his works than just that, but I, I haven't really dug into it the way I would really want to. That's why I like this, because it gives us the opportunity to break it down into chunks that we can more easily digest and not have to read big, long books for. <laughs> I know that's not a popular position. People think, just read the books. That's okay. We can do that. Actually, this makes me want to read the books because we've had a little taste of some of the wisdom of Dostoevsky. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. If this episode is something you that you liked, please share it with a friend. I love you guys. I'm proud of you, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Manly Chunks of Wisdom on the Manlyhood Mancast. If you want to be a better husband, father, leader, a better man, you need to join our private Facebook group, the Manlyhood Man Cave. Join today. Please help us out with a like, comment, share, and subscribe, and check us out at manlyhood.com.